Praise God. Turn me on. Hallelujah. Say this out loud. In coming that we will not be a hearer only. We will put into practice what we hear. We will be that doer of that word. Father, we've determined before we came that we come to learn and to receive the engrafted word of Almighty God that will renew our minds. Father, we thank you tonight for what you'll show us. Father, we promise you that we will not be listeners, that we will just not sit by, but we will practice and put your word in, into operation in our lives. So, Father, we thank you tonight for what you're going to do in our midst. We thank you that the Holy Ghost is here to teach each of us. We give you honor and glory and praise in Jesus' name. And if you can agree with that, shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. Turn with me tonight to the 17th chapter of the book of Genesis. Praise God. Genesis 17. Genesis 17 and 1, it says, And when Abram was ninety years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Or in other words, keep this covenant that I'm making. And I'll make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, God said something to him. God said, as for me, this way it's going to be. <laughs> if you accept this, Abraham, if you accept this deal I'm putting to you, if you accept it, this is what I'm going to do on my end. As for me, behold, my covenant will be with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. He had no children. When God speaks it, that's the end of it. Hallelujah. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. See, this covenant talk. When you find something in the Word of God, God doesn't say, well, I'm going to give it to you one of these days. God's always right now. Now faith is. Our God is the great I am, not the great gonna or the great hazard. He's the great is -a. Hallelujah. So, and he said, I'll make and I will make thee exceeding fruitful. I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee, and I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. So this covenant, Abrahamic covenant, is an everlasting covenant. It is not, it did not go out of existence. Are you listening to me? Now the law did. The law did. But the law went out of existence because the law was kept in effect by the blood of goats and calves. But we got something that atoned and redeemed. It's called the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to every promise he made Abraham. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, God told Abraham, walk thou before me and keep your, keep your end of the covenant. We know that Abraham kept his covenant. 
and his descendants kept his covenant until Joseph went down into Egypt. The nation went down into Egypt and became slaves because they did not know their covenant rights or did not invoke their covenant rights. Finally, after, you know, I've got a sermon in, in the book, One Straw, Two Men. The straw that broke the camel's back. They had to make bricks and they was in the mud uh, 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 pits making bricks. But someone cried out from the filthy mud pits and said, Father, remember your covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Blessed be God. And God heard that cry and sent them a man named Moses. Praise God. A deliverer. Hallelujah. He delivered them out of the hand of slavery, out of the hand of bondage. But when they got in the wilderness, they broke the covenant. And they put other gods before Almighty God. And this covenant, now you have to understand this, this covenant that God, He swore by this thing. Now they swore this thing together. It is a blood covenant. Blood had flowed on both ends. Praise God. And they broke, and, and, and the children of Israel broke this covenant. And so it being a death-doomed covenant, God in His agreement should have annihilated the children of Israel. That's what they had coming. This is a death-doomed covenant. It is a destructive covenant. When you break it, this will happen. The curse will come, you'll be annihilated. Moses went before Almighty God and pleaded for him. And so God gave him the blood sacrifices. Now the blood of goats and calves was to do one thing, keep their covenant in effect, but all it did was atone or cover their sin for a period of one year. And God gave them the tabernacle and, the, and all the rituals that went with worshiping God. God himself would meet with them once a year in that church building or that tabernacle. There was a tabernacle, then there was a big curtain, 40 foot long, 20 foot high, 4 inches thick, and no one could go behind there because God's presence was there. Only the high priest and him once a year. So that's the situation that, that they were in after they broke the covenant. And so God instituted this blood sacrifice. Turn with me, if you will, to uh, Exodus, the 30th chapter. Exodus, the 30th chapter. He... Uh, Gives them the, all the dimensions, everything. The high priest only could go into the presence of God behind the Holy of Holies where they had put the Ark of the Covenant. Now the Ark of the Covenant was just like a, a, a maybe a cedar chest or, or a hope chest. But in this, in this Ark of the Covenant was the tabernacle, uh, uh, the tablets of stone that Moses had got on Mount Sinai. 
And he had taken these testimonies, they call them. Our testaments are the will of God, in other words. In other words, here's the will of God right here. And they put it in this Ark of the Covenant, closed it up, put it behind the Holy of Holies where no one could go in but the high priest once a year. They put it in the presence of Almighty God. On the ends of this Ark of the Covenant were two angels signifying that God had His angels watching over this covenant. Praise God. Hallelujah. In the 30th chapter of Exodus, 6th verse, said, And thou shalt put it before the veil, that it, uh, uh, that is by the ark of the testimony, before the mercy seat, that is over the testimony, where I will meet with thee. He's talking about the ark of the covenant. Put it behind the veil. In other words, he told, told them to take this testimony, these, this will of God, put it in the ark of the covenant for a safekeeping. In other words, put the last will and testimony of God in the safe deposit box. Put it in there where it can be guarded by the angels of Almighty God. God was shut up there in that holy of holies. Bless God, no man could come behind that veil except the high priest once a year. If anybody else did, they'd fall dead. So this was a powerful thing. A powerful, powerful thing. Praise God. Look in the 31st verse, I mean 31st chapter of Exodus. 18th verse, last verse. And he gave unto Moses, when he had made an end of communing with him, upon Mount Sinai, two uh, tables of testimony are God's last will and testament. In other words, that's his testament. That's his, you know what a testament is. Or a covenant. The word covenant, testament, same word. Alright, he said, the two tab tables of testimony, tables of stone written with the finger of God. In other words, blessed be God, this thing is signed by Almighty God. <laughs> by the finger of God, he wrote this. In other words, there has been a blood covenant cut with a man named Abraham. This children that he bore after that, they got into sin, they broke that covenant, but God in His mercy instituted the law and the blood sacrifice. The law was for them to keep. It was put in the Ark of the Covenant for a safekeeping. There was on top of the Ark of the Covenant something called the mercy seat. And they had once a year had to go in and sprinkle the blood of goats and calves on this thing to keep their covenant intact for another year. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Look in the 40th chapter of Exodus. Now we're just skipping through some of this about this old covenant because when you get to the new then you'll understand more exactly. See, the book of Hebrews was written to Jewish Christians that had been born again that knew what knew exactly what a covenant was all about. See, most people, if you, even Christians, you ask them today, what was the blood covenant? What, they don't understand the covenant, but they knew exactly what that covenant was because it brought them out of slavery. It kept them, it kept them uh, uh, in the wilderness when there was no way for them to have food or shelter or anything. It kept every provision there for them. Blessed be God, when they crossed 
the river Jordan into the promised land. There was giants in the land. There was every tribe you could name, the Philistines, the Canaanites, the Tibites. They was all in there. But blessed be God, we've got a, a nation that comes in with the blood covenant. Hallelujah. With Almighty God. They, were be, they would be outnumbered ten to one. But when you got the majority, Almighty God on your side, you're always victorious. Praise God. Hallelujah. So in, in the 40th chapter of Exodus, 20th verse, talks about what he did with the table of stone or the last will and testament, the last will and testament of God. And he took and put the testimony into the ark and set the staves on the ark and put the mercy seat above upon the ark. In other words, here we've got a, we've got a box here and he takes and puts staves through each side where no man has to touch this ark because that's God's presence. Amen? Now on top of this ark, they inlay it with gold and on top it's called the mercy seat. The mercy seat. And when the blood is applied to the mercy seat, God has mercy and mercy will set you free. And mercy will heal you. And mercy will have every provision that you need provided for. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. And if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed. Heirs according to the promise. And so he took and put the testimony in the ark and set the staves on the ark and put the mercy seat above upon the ark. And he brought the ark into the tabernacle or into the church building and set up the veil. Now see, he brought it in and put it at the back of the church and he set up the veil of the covering and covered the ark of the testimony as the Lord had commanded. He drew it up. And there it was. God is shut up behind the Holy of Holies. They can meet with God once a year, only through the high priest. Well, thanks be unto God, God made a new covenant. He wrote an another last will and testimony. Praise be unto God. It's called the new covenant. Praise the Lord. Turn with me, if you will, to uh, Hebrews, the eighth chapter. Hebrews, the eighth chapter. Now, the eighth chapter is comparing the old covenant with the new covenant. They're comparing the two covenants. Now, the eighth verse said, For finding fault with them, he saith, Behold, the day, the days come, saith the Lord, when I'll make a new covenant. See, I'm going to make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt because they continued not in my covenant and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. See, not when I had to go down there in Egypt and get them. Not when I had to have them to kill the lamb and strike the doorpost of their home 
Not when they had to kill the lamb, partake of the lamb, and I had to take them by the hand and lead them out because they didn't regard the covenant. They would have never gotten that trouble if they'd have regarded the covenant. See? They would have never been in the slavery. They would have owned the nation. Praise be unto God. It said, for, 10th verse, For this is the covenant that I'll make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I'll put my laws in their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. Praise God. Now, this is a different, this is a different ball game. I'm going to put something in their heart. I'm going to change their hearts, in other words. Praise be unto God. The old covenant was ministering to people that were not born again. They did not have God's life in them. They were not the temple of the living God. They were people that were not born again. God had to give them a law. Thou shall not, thou shall not, thou shall not to curb sin among them. But he said in this new covenant, I'll write my laws in their heart. In other words, I'm going to give them a heart to do my will, saith God. They want to do God's will. They don't have a heart to do anything else. Praise God. They do something wrong, it hurts them to the core. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. So God is making a new covenant, or He make, made a new will. Praise God. Sixth verse. Eight, six. But now hath He obtained a more excellent ministry, talking about the Lord Jesus, by how much also He is the mediator of a better covenant. Now we got something better. Now why is it better? which was established on better promises. That blood of God is better than that blood of ghosts. It's established on the blood of Almighty God. You've got a covenant that stands before Almighty God today that speaks better things than Abel. Bless God when you fail and mess up, it cries out mercy, hallelujah. It cries out, Lord, I died for him, hallelujah, praise God. Blessed be God and feel cry and say, forgive me and run to God. God will forget it and it will never be remembered again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. A better covenant. Established on what? Better promises. How come they're better? Because these promises that we have is not intact because of any atoning blood. It is because of Jesus' redeeming blood. Hallelujah. It did not cover your sins. Your sins were annihilated. They are gone and there is no record of you ever being a sinner. How many of you know if you've been born again, there is no record that you ever was a sinner? Huh? If any man be in Christ, he's a new kind of man. There's only one record of you and it's called the Lamb's Book of Life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The old man that you were is annihilated. He's gone. He is just like he never existed. You're a brand new creation. Got a covenant of Almighty God backing up everything that's in this new covenant. Praise God. I was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Now, it's not I, but it is the Messiah.
that's living in us. Not I, but Christ. Not I. I died. Where is he at? He's gone. He does not exist. There's no record of him anywhere. There's no record that you once was a sinner. There is no record of you. Every sin you ever committed, any record of anything, any of your wrongdoing, or that you were a sinner, it was nailed to the cross. God closed the book and annihilated the book. The book's gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, praise God. Not atoning blood, but total redemptive blood. Total redemption. Total redemption. When you get to heaven, stand before Almighty God, you will not be any more redeemed then than you are right this minute. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, Jesus, when He sat before His disciples at the Last Supper, He took bread and broke it. And He took wine and drank it. And He said, this is the blood of the New Testament. Nuka. Now, don't you know their eyes are this big around? They are, they are covenant people. How could anything... Why do we want a new covenant? This last covenant's got us out of slavery, got us out of bondage. It got our every need met. When David or any Solomon or any man invoked their covenant rights, the nation of Israel was the greatest thing on earth. None could stop anything God did for them. And Jesus said, I'm fixed to cut a new one. New covenant. New covenant. Praise be unto God. He said, this is the blood of the new covenant. Praise God. A new covenant. Hebrews 9, 6 said, Not by the blood of goats and calves, but by His own blood. He entered in once into the Holy of Holies. What Holy of Holies is He talking about? See, God had a replica in heaven. It was one, this one He gave Moses, the diagram of the church and the tabernacle. He had one just like it in heaven. You know that? Just exactly like it. One of the things that Jesus had to do when He died was carry His blood into the heavenly holy of holies and sprinkle them on the heavenly utensils to cleanse the whole thing. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So Jesus carried His blood into the heavenly holy of holies. It was accepted. In other words, He brought His blood in. There was a new blood covenant, a new agreement, a new testament, a new last will and testament right there. We call it the New Testament. The new will of God. The new will. Established on better promises. Jesus is the mediator over the thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thirteenth verse. Eight thirteen. Oh, hallelujah. In that he saith a new covenant, he has made the first old. The first covenant's old. And that which decayeth is, and waxeth old is ready to vanish away. Or in, in other words, go out of, go out of existence. It, its blood sacrifices and its law is out. The only thing that's in is the blessings of the Abrahamic covenant. The curses and the failures. Say, well, how do you get that? Galatians 3.13 said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. 
For it's written, Curses everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Hallelujah. The blessing. He became the curse. The law was the curse of sin. The law was the curse of sin. He had to institute the law to keep them from sinning. If it's everybody in town was Christians, you wouldn't have to have police here. Hallelujah. If they was born again. 20th century translates that 813. Whatever comes obsolete and loses its force is virtually annulled. The law and that sacrifice is enough. Read your cotton patch. How many of you don't hear cotton patch translation? Said anything that's old and worn out is headed for the garbage can. <laughs> Sometimes I think that fellow ought to be arrested. <laughs> but he's plain enough. I was still in the ninth chapter of Hebrews. Look at the twenty-fourth verse. Now see. They're comparing the Lord Jesus as being your high priest with Aaron's line of the earthly high priest. Said now, 24th verse, For Christ is not entered into the holy place made with hands. He didn't enter into the earthly tabernacle. There in Jerusalem, He didn't go into the church, go behind the veil where the Ark of the Covenant was. He didn't go in there. He went into heaven. For Christ is not entered into the holy place made with hands, which are a figure of the true. They're just a pattern of the true one that was in heaven, but into heaven itself to appear in the presence of God for us. Hallelujah. He walked in there and he said, I died for him. I died for him. You know, I was reading a, 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 a Greek theologian and he was trying to explain this thing, but he didn't know the blood covenant. <laughs> now he was trying to explain this thing and he said the way that reads, it reads that, that Jesus, His blood is standing for the provisions in a new covenant. But said Jesus' blood is redemptive blood. It's, it, it redeemed those people. He didn't just come to, to, to guarantee provisions of a new covenant. Yes, He did. Yes, He did. Yes, He did. Not by the blood of goats and calves of the old covenant. By His own blood, He entered in once. He appeared in the presence of God for us. It was accepted. Every provision of the new covenant is now yours, praise God. Let me tell you something. That's God's last will and testimony. That is His will. How many of you know you've been left an inheritance in His will? He didn't forget you when He made the will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He appeared in the presence of God for us. See? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look in the 16th verse, 9-16. Now listen close. For where a testament is, where a covenant is, where a last will and testament, where a last will and testament's read, we are reading God's last will and testament. For where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death 
of the testator. For a testament is enforced after men are dead. Otherwise, it's of no strength at all while the testator lives. You understand that? If Uncle Ned is still living, but he wrote you a will, you're not going to get one thing until he dies. Well, how many of you know Jesus died? <laughs> how many of you know he died? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Matthew 27, 46, 50, it said, In about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama shabashtani. That is to say, My God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? When Jesus had cried again with a loud voice, he yielded up the ghost. Jesus was dead. Jesus was dead. His physical body died. His spirit came under spiritual death. He descended into the prison house of suffering. He said in Matthew 12, 40, As Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the whale, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. When he died, his spirit descended into hell. There was a prison house where no man had ever escaped. There has never been one to escape out of it. Jesus, your Lord, your Master, was once a dead man in hell with no hope but one. <laughs> he had one hope. One hope. Hebrews 13, 20. Hold your finger right there and turn over to Hebrews 13, 20. Someone got the shouting clothes on. But now, he said, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Hallelujah. He brought him back by the blood of the covenant. He was once a dead man in hell, but God cut a covenant with the Son of Man and the Son of God, and he cried out for what? He only his covenant partner could do. And he reached down in hell, and the life of God came into him. Blessed be God. And when it did, he walked up and down the back alleys of hell and shook Satan, Satan and all his imp. Blessed be God. Every devil in hell trembles when they hear that mighty name. They know that this is blood-bought, blood-washed, and blood-covenant people that walk this earth. They know that. They know that. Hallelujah. You invoke your covenant rights, you're saying, I plead the blood. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Turn back over there to the ninth chapter. Hebrew. Sixteenth verse. For where there is a testament, where there is a will. Where the last will and testament is. There must be a necessity of death and testator. No doubt he was dead. The Roman soldiers said he's dead. His disciples said, he's dead. I go fishing. His mother walked off. He's a dead man.
He was buried. Everybody knew that he was dead. Hallelujah. There must be a death. 17th verse, For a testament is in force after men are dead, otherwise it has no strength at all while the testator lives. Praise God. Amplified Bible said, For will and testament is valid and takes effect only at death since it is enforced, since it is no force or legal power as long as one is made, one who has made it is still alive. See. Philip said, while the te testator liveth, a will has no legal power. You know, do you know, Jesus told those disciples, He said, it's going to be better for you after I go away. <laughs> they didn't know why. They couldn't understand it. They thought it was fine then. Praise God. Lawback said, the will has no effect as long as the man who made it is alive. It don't have any effect. So we see Jesus, He is dead. Praise God. Tenth chapter. Tenth chapter of Hebrews. Fifth verse. Wherefore, when He cometh into the world, He saith, Sacrifice and offerings thou would not, or you wasn't pleased with sacrifice of goats and calves. That didn't please God. He said, But a body thou hast prepared for me. He prepared me a body. Jesus came to this earth and took upon Himself a body. For what? Because a flesh and bone man got us into trouble and a flesh and bone man has got to get us out. One man got us in and one man got us out. Hallelujah. One man broke the covenant in the beginning, but there is another man. There was one Adam that failed, but the last Adam didn't, praise God. Hallelujah. A body thou hast prepared me. Six verse. In burnt offerings, sacrifices for sin, thou hast no pleasure. You didn't have no pleasure in that. None. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. I come to perform the will. <laughs> I come to act the will out. You didn't have pleasure in the blood of goats and calves. You didn't have the ple pleasure in sacrificing those lambs, but thou hast prepared for me a body. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now listen to him what he's saying. Praise God. Seventh verse. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. Is it written of me to do thy will, O God, above them? He said, Above, when he said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offerings for sin, thou wouldst not, neither hast pleasure therein which are offered by the law. Now you understand what he's saying now, don't you? He had no pleasure in those burnt offerings and he had no pleasure in the law. God don't want to make you do nothing. He wants to write it in your heart, hallelujah. He wants to give you a new heart that you'll have the will to do what God wants us to do, praise God. God is looking for something. He's looking for obedience from your heart, worship from your heart, 
faith from your heart. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ninth verse. Then said I, Lo, I come to do thy will. <laughs> I come to do thy will. Perform your will, Lord. I come to perform it. I come to perform your will. Oh God, he taketh away the first that he may establish the second. The blood sacrifice and the law. He took that end of it off. But Abraham's covenant still in effect. The blessing part. Why? Jesus became the curse. Now listen to this 10th verse. Mm, I can't hardly read it. It's so jumbled up. By the which will. By the which will we are sanctified. Shakespeare couldn't understand that. And all that Elizabeth. By the which will we are sanctified. In other words, he's saying by the will of God we were sanctified. That's all he's saying. Through the offering of what? The body of Christ. Once for all. Hallelujah. Amplified Bible said, and in accordance with this will of God, according to this will of God, we have been holy, we have been made holy, consecrated, sanctified through the offering made once for all, once and for all for the, of the body of Jesus Christ, the anointed one. In other words, blessed be God, hallelujah, no matter what Satan says, no matter what any man says, blessed be God, if you find it in this Word of God, you have been sanctified by the blood of the Lamb. Every bit of this covenant is in effect for you tonight. Blessed be God, every bit of the provisions, they're yours. No one can disannul them. They have been made between Almighty God and Almighty God. And in Jesus stands for you this night. And He says, all things are yours through this mighty royal new birth. Hallelujah. Praise God. Give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. 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 Now listen to me. We saw Jesus once a dead man in hell. But three days later, all hell shook. All hell shook. Hell couldn't hold it. All because of the blood of the new covenant. He was raised through the blood. Now there must be a death of the testator or the will's in, not in effect. Well, he died. Oh, hallelujah. But thanks be unto God, he was raised to see that it was carried out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He was raised to see that it was carried out. He is the mediator. What does that mean? That means he has the last say-so. Hallelujah. It's like being in a courtroom and there's someone contesting your will with horns about that high. Amen. Or some religious person trying to tell you this has passed away or that's not for today. And the judge is listening to it. And he's making a good case. You don't deserve it. That's right. He's failed since he's been saved. He has. And he just listed on and on and on and on. 
And it looks like he's going to be, the covenant's going to be revoked. The last will and testimony is not going to be in, in effect. The testator's dead, but blessed be God, the back door opens and in walks Jesus. Hallelujah. And he said, I said, I said, my blood is speaking from the mercy seat. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even the judge's teeth rattles. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Hebrews 7, 22. He said, For Praise the Lord. said, By so much was Jesus made a surety of a better covenant, better testament, better will. Surety. Guarantee. It's settled. It's settled. When you act on this word of Almighty God, up, up stands Jesus. Up stands Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, He died for it. He died for it. His blood was spilled. There is no remission without the shedding of blood. He had to shed His blood. Pure, untainted blood that was so pure He could walk into the presence of Almighty God for us. He presented His blood. God accepted it. It's a red seal on every bit of that new covenant. It's signed, sealed, and delivered in the red seal blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is my surety. He is my guarantee of all that God promised Abraham. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. He is my surety. He is my guarantee. He is my mediator of a better covenant. Mediator means the one that has the last say-so. How many of you know he's unsaid it? So, so, so. That's the way it is. He's unsaid it. That's the end of it. Amen. I don't care who contests the will. Jesus has done walked into the presence of God for us. <laughs> Amen. Well, glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. See, He done this thing legal. You understand that? He done this legally. This ain't no slipshod thing. Friends. One of my close friends died a few months back. And he was in a comatose state for off and on. He didn't even recognize me or anybody else the last few days. One of his kids took, went in and held his hand, put a pencil in there, and got a, a shade tree lawyer. How many of you know what a shade tree lawyer is? To go in there with it. And he wrote, wrote his daddy's name on a will and he done signed everything over to him. This ain't ramshod. This ain't slipshod. Hallelujah. This was done legal and binding. It was before the whole world. Jesus stood before the whole world on an old rugged cross before the Roman Empire, before the Jewish nation, before His disciples, before heaven and earth and all the imps of hell, it was made legal and binding. He became a man. A man got us in it and a man got us out of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet. Praise God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
not by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. He entered in once. See, he don't have to go again. He don't have to go again. Amen? Praise God. Why don't he have to go again? The other priest had to go once a year. Once is all it took. Once is all it took. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Once is all it took. He is my surety. He is my guarantee that all that God promised Abraham. You know, the first thing he promised Abraham, said, I'm going to make you rich, boy. Someone said, well, we don't want none of this world's good. Well, don't worry. You ain't going to get them thinking like that. You need to worry about them. Hallelujah. You can't fool this covenant without getting blessed. You can just rub up against it a little bit, and it's just got, it's just got blessings galore on it. Amen. You go to fooling with this covenant, it'll just get all over you. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, the Lord. Stretch your hands towards me. Praise God. Judy, you want this handkerchief for your daddy? All right, come get it. Hallelujah. Stretch your hands. Let's believe God together. Acts 19, 11, and 12 said how God, how God, how God wrought special miracles. Father, we invoke our covenant rights, what you did for through Paul, you'll do through us. Hallelujah. Father, how our God wrought special miracles. Oh, yes, we believe the anointing of God will drive out anything of the enemy, affect a cure and a healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The glory to God.